I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Hello, everyone. It's yours truly, Dr. Alana DeGrasa, president of Turning On The Lights Global Institute. And as you guys know, the phrase, you're beautiful, you're valuable, and nothing about you is a mistake. And since 2023, we've said we want to have an unrecognizable year. And what does it mean to have an unrecognizable year? That means showing up in your life, showing up in your goals in a way that says, I took some drastic action. So in this half of the year, we said we were going to bring to you experts and leaders and change agents to our platform so that you can continuously grow. And so today I am super excited to introduce to you Dr. Aldewan Tart. And you guys, hold on. Let me read this amazing bio of this wonderful professional Christian psychologist, leader, author, you name it, as well as the fact that we have to bring him back because we know that his wife, Mecca, also, she is a I would call her a, a super shero as well. So you guys give me one second because I want to share with you a little bit about this amazing individual. So Dr. Tart is a psychologist, a minister, a speaker, media host, and author who serves as a frequent psychology expert for CNN and HLN. His YouTube channel has more than 1.5 million total views and has an upcoming appearance as a parenting expert on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, a show that I like to look at every now and then. Dr. Tart is a graduate of Morehouse College and is the youngest African-American to receive his PhD in clinical psychology from the University of Michigan. Dr. Tart is a recipient of the NAACP Award for a Lifetime of Work in Counseling Youth, Couples, and Families. He currently partners with Dear Fathers and Alchemy for Mental Health. Dr. Tart consults with the NBA and NFL and created the first full-time psychology position with the Oklahoma City Thunder basketball team. He is the author of The Ring Formula, How to Be the Only One He Ever Needs. I know y'all love that title. And online coaching programs and has impacted over 10,000 marriages via counseling, marriage enrichment, and couples retreats that he co-owns with his wife, Mecca. Wow. First of all, I just cannot wait. So you guys, please, please welcome Dr. Alduan Tart. And Mr. Dr. Tart, can you turn on your video so everybody can meet you? Hey, what's that was a great introduction. Oh, you are so welcome. First of all, the name of your book is absolutely amazing because Behind the curtain, as women leaders and entrepreneurs, some of them said, we just want to know, you know, we're running our businesses. We're, we're out here doing the thing. But 
how can I also show up in a way that, you know, my, my Boaz can find me? Like, what are your first suggestions about that? Well, first of all, it's very difficult. It's very difficult, but it's difficult for men as well. So that's the cool part is that you do not see husbands out here saying, was it easy to find your wife? They say, yeah, it was easy to find my wife. No, they're telling you it's very difficult. I have a lot of single uh, friends on the market, whether they just started to settle down or they've been divorced or widowed or whatever the case may be. Uh, I just got out of jail and I'm playing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. Um, but they're, they're saying it's very difficult to find a wife, right? They're, they're like, I need help as well, which I know a lot of women like that is this hard to fathom mm -hmm. that quality brothers are having a difficult time finding the one. And that's interesting because we always say, well, I used to live in Atlanta. So it was always the thing of, oh, there's too many of us and not enough good men out there. Or, and then we don't think, well, there are great men out there too, who are also looking for that fabulous female as well. I guess my question is, you know, right now it's an interesting time of year because some people could be married, as you know, some people can be married for a long time, but very much still feel very alone, even if they have a family. Then you have people who are might be reinventing themselves. Like I know I we've been my husband and I, we've been married for uh 17 years. And we're like on this whole thing of loving ourselves individually and loving each other. And I think sometimes when you're single, you think, well, this person's going to come into my life and everything is just going to be perfect. When I, when I think the whole goal of it is to love yourself so much that that other person is just like adding, you know, Jimmy's on ice cream. Well, you know what, Doc, it's, it's, it's what's interesting is that you find that women have different approaches to dating than they do the other areas of their life that are successful, right? So you think about business. They don't think that business is going to come to them. They don't believe that uh, so, so women that are, are in the C-suite are on their own companies, moving up the corporate ladder, academic ladder. They don't believe those things are going to just happen. All right. And these are believers. All right. Then, yeah, I'm believing in God. I'm also taking the action. But when it comes to dating, different approach. it's like, are, are you findable? Are you are you networking around the kind of men that you actually like? Mm -hmm. Are are you on social? Are you on social media dating apps? Like, no, men are. Men are on the apps because men are not as social. Again, doctor, because not really. So that's why our brothers are frustrated. Good men out there are searching. And the thing, the thing about men, I think women are more prone to you. Correct me if I'm wrong, because you, you are your audience will correct me. I'm asking. I tell them it seems like the brothers I see are less prone to settle mm -hmm. than the sisters. They'd rather be single. So it's like a car. If if, if, if they want to um, if they want to S body Mercedes, they're just not going to buy the C. C class. They're just gonna wait through two or three years, right? They're just gonna wait, and they're mad that some of the the world's best women, right, are not on social media, are not on social media dating apps, and not trying to intentionally position. Since we're talking about Boaz, position themselves so so that a brother can even flirt with you if you don't have a ring on your finger. Well, wow, that everything you just said is like, I know everybody listening is just dropping all kinds of fire everywhere. Because first of all, I loved how you mentioned you got to be on social. 
also how men are not willing to settle. And, it, and you're absolutely right. But I guess my question that the, I think women struggle with is okay. they're on the social, right? Like, I think huh? there's a struggle about what they should be posting on social. What are they showing? Because as you know, you know, you have the way extreme, like, okay, you, you do need to wear some clothes. And then you have the other extreme of, okay, how do I, how do I get on here and show what I need to so that I can be findable, as you said? So I would love to hear your perspectives. I've heard so many debates about this. You know what? So uh, my wife and I, we do a program. It's called Ring Form. We turn Ring Formula into an actual coaching program. Right. So our next cohort starts in January and then every other month we start with a new program and we actually go through the profiles. All right. So you get a man and a woman's perspective. All right. So oh. let me drop it for you now. All right. Let me drop it for you now. And I'm going to be full male. OK. All right. One, we need to see what a sister looks like. Let's just keep it real. All right. So we're look we're looking for the combination of beauty and class. Right. And sexiness, you know, men are crazy. Mm -hmm. Right. It, all those things. And so but women, y'all tell. So you have to kind of figure out your your pictures have to meet each one. So I like to say we need to see a, we need to see a picture that shows off your full body, but in a classy way. Right. So that could be a, a, a dress. Now I'm getting out of my I get them out of my range. Now, I think women know what to do yes. with that. Yes, so it could be a dress I didn't say a swimsuit. I didn't say a swimsuit and it's nothing wrong with wearing a swimsuit. I don't want one coming for me saying professional women can't be beautiful. Right. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you don't want to attract the wrong attention, but you do want to show body. Let's just keep it real. You want to show body. You want to show your face. You want to show your, your and, and then get the angles right. Get the <laughs> angles right. I see. I'm for real. I I see. And, it, and I can understand it. It's like the same way you have your professional headshot. You have the lighting right. You have the color right. You have, you know, you have um, the background that you want for the look. Same thing with dating apps. And I know you're saying, why do you have to do all that? Because men are visual. And so are women. All right. So first, you want to be able to have a picture that shows, you know, how attractive you are and the angles and the the better, um, the, the the better, the better. angle. you know, what I'm talking about for you that complement all types of physiques. You just want to make sure that you're confident. Then number two, I think you want to have a picture that shows some versatility. I need to see from pictures um, what you're doing. So if you teach, I need to see some pictures of you teaching. If, if you um uh, play sport basketball and you see a basketball shot. All right. If you're cooking, whatever makes, because the whole point of the picture is the first time we DM or talk or poke or nudge. There's so many different variations on these apps. I need to have something to talk about. You are giving so, I'm just sitting here absorbing everything because it's interesting. You know, I'll give you an example. There was one. Okay. Usually in our tribe, we have this phrase that says, um, I am five star. And I usually will tell the tribe members, like when you go to the Ritz, there's a certain expectation you have when you go there versus a two star hotel. And, you know, you know, and then I talk about how we need to treat ourselves like we're five star. So there was this one woman who and so one of the things they do is they go out and they treat themselves to a love day. And then I ask them to take a beautiful photo of themselves. And there was one woman who just, you know, she just snapped a photo of herself, right? And so I was like, it's not your best photo. And so she was like, you know what? You're right. And she went 
did her hair, had the makeup, the outfit, and you could just see, not only for me looking at the photo, but even as she was presenting it to me, the joy she had when she realized, oh, wait, now I'm showing myself five star. And I think what you're really saying is, you know, men want to see you in your five, not all the time you're being five star all the time, but they want to see glimpses of you in that light so that they can see all these other avenues of you. But I never thought, I love how you mentioned the fact of how visual men really are, because when I'm thinking about that, we're thinking about, I'm going to work, <laughs> I'm getting it done. And maybe somebody will plop on here, or I'm just going to go to church and I'm just going to, you know, do my ushering or whatever it is. And the person will find me there. And I won't have to think about, because we get, we get so tied up in all the things that we're doing. So this is a great reminder, a great reminder. But they don't, you don't think about that when you are power networking. The same women are looking at this, the heels. They're looking at the purse that they're going to bring, depending on the event. You're looking at the earrings. I'm married. You know, my wife is in sales. Yes. So I see these things, right? Mm -hmm. Because how they show up to the room is, is how they'll be treated and addressed. People look. And if you're in really affluent rooms, they are looking at everything to tell who has money and who does not. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's real. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to when it comes to attracting uh, men, you know, men are, are going to be attracted to a woman who's well put together. Right. And different styles. Like I notice, like I notice, I notice women. I notice who's really, their accessories are amazing. I notice women whose shoes are amazing. I notice women that have flawless skin. There's so many different things. There's women of art that mm -hmm. men notice. And so I think each woman should know what her superpower is. But also the person, the 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 social media profile, the dating profile should have personality. Well, let's say, because let's say a woman, let's say she, I'm making this up completely, but let's say she's went through a divorce. And okay. let's say she she's not as thin as she was 20 years ago and she doesn't feel, you know, let's say she's been divorced now for four years and she's like, or she's been single and she's like, all right, 2024, you know, this is the year, you know, I want to make things different. I want to put myself out there. But let's say the person has no confidence. Let's say whatever the traumatic thing was or, or however it ended, it just left them bruised. So my question would be, as they're planning to go into 2024 because they can't even think about the handbag and the shoes and right. that until they change their inner perception. What would be in your case, what would be the first three things that person needs to do? Okay. Uh, one, you have to like yourself, right? Because how you, how you show up, that's what you're presenting. So if you show up insecure in yourself, how can a man be secure that you're the one? Ooh. See, women have an aura, and it's not about physique. It's the most confident woman in the room, and her weight and height happen to be X, Y, Z. That's all it is. It's the most confident woman. Same thing with men, right? It's the most confident man, man in the room, right? It doesn't matter about, and I know height and all that stuff matters, like physical security and whatnot, but you can tell, you can tell the man that has the confidence. That's number one is is, is do the self work so that you can show up as your best self. Mm. And and here's here's why you want to do that. You don't want to leave anything on the table. 
You, you don't want to say, you know what? I was really, I showed up as a seven because I just got this divorce and life is hard. And That's you know what I'm saying? It's just been rough. The kids driving me nuts. I, it's been eight years since I've dated. And no, you want to show up as the 10 version of you so that the men that like you like the 10s. That's number one. Number two. Number two, that let me see. Let me think about it. Number two thing that I would advise I would advise you to have your sister tribe, even, even the homies, your, your brotherhood, uh, do an assessment Ooh. of your social media profile and of you because i think you need to know it's one thing to be confident but a lot of times we don't know what we bring to the table right so have your tribe your board of advisors right so i'm talking to believers you know mm -hmm. plans fail with lack of counsel but with many advisors they succeed right so get get your tribe to say you know listen this is your best dress this is your best this is your best angle your personality your humor your ability to love a man your ability to just be straight up and, and, and direct there are a lot of men who like that all right. So, so get feedback so that you don't have to learn this feedback because men are not going to give it to you. It's going to ghost you. All right. And then number three, <laughs> I, can't I think you should just date. I think you should date. I think you should date. Like instead of thinking about I have to be 100 percent healed, like a phone has to be 100 percent. Just be in the green. Mm. Just be in the green. Anywhere in the green, because I think brothers seeing you, brothers laughing, uh, men wanting a committed relationship with you, even some brothers that might be a little overzealous mm -hmm. saying you're their wife. I think that's good for your confidence to figure mm -hmm. out who you are so that you can get more data versus your ex. All right. Wow. Because you're going to take your ex everywhere. But if if five men, if you break up, uh, we'll pick we'll pick Sierra. If you break up with Future and you think what men in Hollywood are going to want to date me now, I've been with Future. Right. This alpha male. I hate that term, but, you know, this 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 celebrity guy. Right. Meanwhile, you go on a date with Russell. He's ready. He's That's ready. Right. That's right. He's ready. So you, she finds her confidence. And it, you might even you might not even be attracted to the guy. But the fact that a brother still sees you seriously. You see what I'm saying? And is able to have dinner and laughs at your jokes and, and is interested in your life. And is attentive. I think that builds confidence more than just the the um, the idea that a man can find you attractive. Wow, ladies, I feel like Dr. Tar has given us so much hope and actually like pragmatic steps of what someone can do, even if they are feeling like. Uh, but at least I love how you said, at least you can get out there. You may not, it may not be the best person that you thought, but by you putting yourself out there, taking the steps to change your social media um, presence, looking at how you're coming out into the, into the world of either dating or just stepping out, um, that that gives us some steps to actually think about. Because I think sometimes as women, we just think doom and gloom. Oh my gosh, imposters here. And there are some really beautiful, beautiful souls out there. So I think that that's great. Now, can you also tell us a little bit about, if you don't mind, what made you know that Mecca was the one? You know what? So we have, we have a different story, all right? Mecca and I run in different circles. We would have never, ever, ever met. Our, none of our friends know each other previously, right? They, they're just different worlds, different worlds, right? So she sent me an email asking me to speak at one of her events. I brushed it off. I, I brushed it off. I did. I didn't think anything of it, right? 
And then she sent another. I didn't think anything of it. And the third one, she says, you know, I can take yes or no, but let me know if you can do this so we can move on to the next speaker. Very professional. My wife is in sales. And so I looked at it and I said, let me see who this is. So I looked her up on Facebook, right, to just see if she was legit. Is this worth my time being able? You know how you vet yes. potential speaking, speaking gigs. Mm-hmm. And when I went to Facebook, I was like, what in the world? Wow. Oh my goodness. Right. And, and I'm telling you on what got me on the Facebook was I, I saw that she was, I saw all her interest. Mm. So here's an interesting thing. So I saw versatility because I'm looking for a wife. I'm not looking for someone to bed now. Yes. All right. I'm looking for a wife, which is different. Mm. Right. So mm. I see she looks nice in a dress. So I see that she, she has body. I see that she's attractive. I also see her take pictures at church. Okay, okay, woman of substance, right? I mean, I don't always mean that, you know. Right. Then, then I, then I see the same woman working out in the gym. Okay, then I see, then I see her with like all these different art pieces. I, I later find out on the side for fun, she sells art. Now she's in medical device sales, but on anything that make money, my wife going, you know, y'all know yeah. how talented yes. black women are. And so I'm seeing all of these things. I'm also seeing a lot of pictures with her grandmother. Aww. Right. Aww. I'm seeing a lot of pictures with her girlfriends. I don't see a, a lot of pictures with a lot of guys. I did look. I look. Let me see if I see some. Do I see Terrell Owens up in here? Do I see Deion Sanders? What do I? Diddy. Let me see. Do I? And that's just no knock against any woman. Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking. Mm-hmm. Right. And so all the different things on her page and everything was versatile. Made me interested. And so I called her and she wanted to do lunch. And I said dinner. <laughs> and I didn't even I didn't even talk about speaking engagement to the very end. Right. <laughs> and we ended up making it a matchmaking event where we hooked up Aww. other singles. I just hooked myself up first. <laughs> so so if, we're, if we're looking at the strategy and Mecca will swear she wasn't doing this. But I do believe Sister Girl positioned herself for me to at least see her. Mm. Right. So that's, I think that's the first move, because right now we're so separated, like there's no black cheers like in most cities, like mm-hmm. where can you go and just have a nice, attractive crowd? That's right? Cool. Now those places, they exist now. You know, it's the networking, it's the organization, you know, you know, it's yeah. the conferences, it's being in the, but the average person doesn't know and doesn't have access to that. Wow. So for so me it to sounds see- like, well, in, in, in your, in the workshops and retreats that you guys have, I'm, I'm I'm assuming that you both tell the story of how you met and she gives her version and you give your version or is that or am no, I know it's pretty accurate. Let me let me tell you, you know, we 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 did our retreat like for married couples. We have a weekend for love dot com. Right. Where we do we do events. You know, looking at where God has positioned us really quickly. He told us to impact marriage and we started off doing singles events. Right. Just because I had mostly female friends. Mech had mostly male friends being in the medical space. And we just said, why not hook them up? Right. It's fun. Oh. Underground matchmakers. Right. And then we graduated um, on to doing married events because that's most of our friends. And so now we just merged them. But when we asked um, people how they met and we sat at a table and it was five couples. Can you believe that all five women made the first move? Wow. No, ladies, are all you taking five. notes? Wow. I, I was shocked. But let me let me tell you the subtleness. So it wasn't it wasn't that they were. Um, they wasn't that they were, I don't want to say manly. It wasn't that they had non-traditional um, gender roles. They were just very savvy. All right. And so like Mecca sent me the email. And so I looked at the Facebook and I pursued, right. I changed the lunch date to mm-hmm. discuss this old lunch to dinner. 
right, and paid. Another guy was playing soccer. He was a professional soccer player, right? And they went to high school together, but they hadn't seen each other in years. And when he was coming, this is at a professional soccer match. He had a seat. Uh, I don't know if she had – well, she had a seat where she could talk to the athletes. And she said um, – Maybe maybe if you had a good girl, you could focus and, and not miss so many shots. She was playing with him, right? But he noticed her and was like, oh, snap, that's so-and-so from high school. And it actually had someone go and get her number out of the crowd. Another wow. another sister was um at a, a place where they were dancing, I think a wedding. And <laughs> she went up to the guy and said, can you move? Because I'm not trying to dance by myself. <laughs> right. All right. And so the brother was like, ah. so what I'm saying, each one of them, it was it was subtle, some right there in the middle. But each one of them was kind of like, hey, I'm I'm uh, introducing myself to you. And then the guys pursue from them. So that in today's is- work, I don't get me wrong. There are a lot of guys that don't need that. Right. But there are a lot of guys who simply don't see you. Like mm-hmm. you can be in there and I could I'm, I'm just going to be a man. Right. If if someone dms me someone comments on instagram linkedin first thing i look at is the photo we're just in a superficial world mm-hmm. i look at the photo right and right now i'm in hookup mode for my friends i'm like okay let's see what you're talking about okay let's see i love how you i I've, I've spoken to so many you know women who are professionals and every time you tell them oh social media oh no there's nobody really i don't want to be on there i don't want to go on there and i'm like yeah but you're scrolling on there looking at people so why don't why do you think that they don't want to do the same thing for you and to know that there really are honest integral people i think so you speaking on it is just and also talking about the fact that women don't have to sit and be passive and just say well i hope you know i hope god sends me somebody you know i'm gonna wait (laughs) ruth wasn't she wasn't passive she sat at boaz's feet now culturally that was okay at the time Right. And then and then Boaz got up and he had seen her before, but he was like, yeah, what's your name? He pursued mm-hmm. women have to be positioned right now because it's just too difficult. And I'm like, can I start the pot a little bit, Doc? Yes, go for it. It's already ladies, ladies. And I'm doing this on purpose, y'all. I'm doing this out of love. Right. Um, you don't have to get on social media, but a man who would have liked you, who you like. Is gonna marry another woman who's on social media because oh, that's who we had access to. And you're gonna look and say, and I know how women are, I'm better than her. I bring way more to the table than her. I'm a 10, she's an eight. Why does he pick an eight or seven in your mind? Because she was available to him, and then they formed a love chemistry to where physical attractiveness is in the eye of the beholder. When you look at married couples, they are not all tens. Mm. Right, they're not. That's the superficial world. They mm. have a love for one another. That's right. Right, there are even couples that we deem mismatches. What does that mean? The man could be shorter, woman could be taller. The man makes fifty thousand, woman makes one hundred fifty thousand. The man makes a million. The woman's unemployed. Right, that has a high school diploma. Right, doesn't matter. They just met because marriage is about chemistry. They mm. met. They had a chemistry. They had a connection. They had a divine connection, and they connected. Why? Because he met her. Because she was meetable. Mm. She was meetable. It was possible to meet that sister. So ladies, there are those of you who are the upper echelon, meaning that there are men that's like, if I met you, I wouldn't be single. But Mm. since I don't see you, I'm going to settle and stay single until I find her. Wow. Well, what do you say? To the ones who have been married for a while and maybe they lost their ways. 
I used to ask this question and when I taught um, communication to my students, my graduate learners, and I used to say, when a, when a couple who's been married or together for a long time, and when that, when that relationship ends or gets sour, whose fault is it? Is it the man's fault or is it the woman's fault? And the class would erupt and go berserk because the guys, of course, they would, they would say, well, if she kept up with herself or if she did the things she did when we first got together. And of course the woman would say, well, that was before I had those two or three kids, or that was before I had to become your mom or, you know, or, so what do you say to those women? They already have them. They already have their relationship partner and vice versa. There's a little, you know, they've been together for a while, but maybe they don't feel as vibrant as they did when they first met. You should feel encouraged. If you previously married, you should feel encouraged because the data is overwhelming that married, previously married women date and remarry at higher rates than women who've never been married. Right. And here's why they don't have the mystery of this great, amazing guy. Right. They know darn well this brother falling off. <laughs> right. Deion Sanders going to miss Tracy Edmonds. Let's just keep it all the way. Keep it all the way. There. If Barack and Michelle separate, Barack's going to miss Michelle. He wouldn't be president of the United States without Michelle. They weren't feeling him in Iowa. They were feeling her. Everyone knows the real deal. Mm -hmm. If LeBron James loses Savannah, good luck replacing a woman that can do all that, right, and manage everything that she's managing. So what I'm saying is that they don't have this illusion, right? They don't have this illusion that, oh, I'm so lucky just to have a man. They're like, these men going to live longer. They're going to be happier, healthier, and wealthier because of me. Right, you just talked about it. Your mama gonna be happier. Your sister's gonna be happier. Your your primary care physician gonna be happier. Right, I'm just keeping it real. We're gonna be wealthier because because I'm gonna I'm a, a talented. I'm talking. Let's let's talk. Uh, right. My sisters of the diaspora. This is these are talented women. Married men make more money. Now, granted, part of that's because you have two incomes, but married men alone make more money because you have the power. Two is better than one to get better return for their labor. You think I negotiate anything being married to a professional saleswoman? I don't negotiate nothing. I'm from the South. Nathan, I don't negotiate Nathan. Why would I do that? Right. And my wife is like brutal. I'm just like, this is split the difference. She's like, we're not splitting anything. No, no. Let's look at the comps. No, we're not interested or X, Y, and Z, right? This is what she does for a living. So when we look at talent, and this, I think if we start, and I want women to really feel this because I can see married couples every day. Uh, a lot of every, almost every man, when we ask him to do appreciations for his wife, almost every man says, I don't deserve her. Mm. If you if you think about your parents, your grandparents, your brother, I don't deserve my wife because we realize usually, not all the time. I don't want to get in trouble with my brothers, and I've definitely been in relationships where I've been the MVP. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what <laughs> you doing. I'm I'm doing all the apologizing. I'm planning all the dates. I'm looking into all the things. You're just sitting there, right? But most of the time, it's our sisters who are the MVPs when it comes to making marriage work. Mm. And so men have that. So. Uh, date, date with confidence because you're going you're not gonna be on the market for long. And I do think you need to step out with your best. I even get on the brothers. I was like, no man should be taking a bathroom selfie. Like, what? What? What are you? Especially if you're 40 year old. Come on, bro. No, no. Did you look at this? Why do you have a hat on in every picture? Right? Did, did you <laughs> even pick that shirt out? Did you you look at your angles? You just eliminated every woman that wants a fit man. At least you could have worn a suit. A sweatshirt, mm -hmm. something to accent your body, but not that brother. 
That is, it's amazing how I think the one thing that the underlying theme of everything you're saying is to be intentional. You know, we're being intentional with finding a job. We're being intentional with our career or being aggressive with all those things. As we wrap up, why don't you share with people anything that you're up to, how they can follow you, how they can learn more about what you have going on with either your retreats or your books, any last thoughts you want to share? Definitely. So I want you to go to ringformula.com. So my wife and I coach you for like five sessions and it's a whole masterclass where we go through everything, right? Well, I haven't even talked about what elite dating sites you need to be on, where all the men are and how you have to get referrals for these. Just like everything. Do you want to open up the Amazon business? Can't get in unless you know Dr. DeGrasse. Y'all know, y'all know how it goes, right? Yep. Same thing when it comes to that's how they charge all this money because they guarantee the quality with the men. Mm-hmm. Right. So we just talk about all of that, but also overcoming, you know, whether you're an introvert, how to date as an introvert. Right. How do you date as an extrovert? What's the right combination? So so ring formula. And then also how do you date towards confidence and marriage? And we've had a number of women get married, get married as a result of the program. So I got to just pause here because it's the last throw in here because we do have some men in our tribe. Like, you know, I would say like three percent. So I'm throwing this question out for them. Um, there are a few who are high performers, some engineers, some who are doing great work, but they're just intimidated all altogether about having any social uh, media presence. You know, what would you just say to them about kind of building their confidence as 2024 comes? Like, how can they, what are some steps they can take, um, to just kind of realize that there are also women out there that want to date them and they're good. You know, a lot of men have been burnt, unfortunately, also by women. So it's like, how can they also move forward? I mean, with one, we can't operate in fear, uh, period, as humans, as believers, and definitely as men, because we're judged more. How can a woman feel secure if you are operating in fear? And that doesn't mean that you can't be anxious. That just means you just don't stop. You you date carefully, right? Mm-hmm. And what better way, men, what better way? We're practical since you talk what better way can you go to work, handle your business, come home and have 70 women in your inbox for you to go through? How hard is this? Not hard, brother. There's no anxiety disorder in the world. That's this hard. All right. And looking at the ratio in our favor. All right. There's a lot of talented women out there. Now, now who you have chemistry with, that's probably gonna be one person. Mm-hmm. Right. But who you have chemistry that, that, that you all align at the right time. All right. You need to do that. And there are a lot of brothers, I think, that focus too much on their career. And mm-hmm. I think that we've kind of sipped some of the the, the uh, negative social tea that we have to be a real housewives of Atlanta guy and can't take a woman at Cheesecake Factory and all this nonsense. When in reality, um, the, the sister who you're dating can help you level up 5X, 10X, 20X just by her having being in your life. I'm not even talking about giving you practical advice, just having a woman praying for you, a woman settling home, a woman who can talk to you about um, the plan, senior care for your parents. It's it's levels to this. So, guys, you're leaving a lot of life on the table. I've been hurt. Every man has been hurt by by middle school. Unfortunately, these days, everyone's been hurt. Again, I'm not even kidding. They need you to say it again. Yeah, there are women out here who can level you up. And I'm not saying you date a woman to level. I'm not talking about opportunists. I'm saying that, you know, two is better than one. They get better return for their labor. That's Ecclesiastes 4 and 9. It's not good for man to be alone. So I will create for him a help meet, right? That's for both. But, you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing 
and gains favor in the Lord. It's right there in the scripture. So finds a wife. She's already good when you meet her. All right. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. She was good when you met her. So she's good already. She's going to be good to you. But if you don't want to step to her, she's going to step to another brother. She's going to be Marjorie Harvey to Steve and take him out of those toupees, out of those baggy suits, make him a fashion icon. Right. Uh, uh, elevate him to almost billionaire status. They did that together. Barack's president together. Steph Curry MVP together. LeBron James together. You see all these things. This is how we build up as a community. So, yeah, I know Tasha hurt you. We all have been hurt. Go to therapy. <laughs> Tasha, not Tasha. Not Tasha. My baby. Whomever. It could be Stacy, Right. Whomever it is. But nominate forward and find, find that sister. Dominique. Monique. <laughs> you know, I had I dated a Shawana. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we're not going to digress. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is that we have to operate in belief as men and women. What's the point of being believers? And for those who have a different faith, I respect that. But what's the point of being a believer if you're not going to date with the mindset of belief the same way you do a business? You're mm -hmm. the only sister to graduate from Harvard, Yale, Columbia. You're top of class at Spelman. You know how hard that is, right? You start these businesses. You're making six figures, seven figures, multiple six-figure businesses. You know how hard that is coming out of what two, three generations of slavery, right? Mm -hmm. But, but we can't. You can't find a man. That's not real. That's not. No, don't get. No, don't get me wrong. It is difficult, but it's not that difficult. I'm gonna say this last thing. Sometimes it's as easy. As going to the National Association for, let's say, the Black NBA Conference. So everyone there has an NBA or is business-minded. It's going to be majority men or 50-50. Sometimes all you have to do is show up where they're going to be four, five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred suited and brutal brothers. It's going to be just like high school. They're going to find you attractive. They're going to like the way you move. Are they going to have a conversation with you in some type of small work group or breakout group networking at the booth? Wow. And that's going to be your husband. That's not hard. So much life right now to everybody listening because I'm telling you, sometimes we're in our heads so much that we're not thinking, wait, it's just like he said, I can just go to this room where there's going to be 500 of these high performing people just like me, but I still need to show up. I can't go to that thing hiding. I can't go and not go to, you know, the portions where I get to talk and maybe have a little moment where there's some highlighted moments on me. So I think that what you're saying is absolutely phenomenal. I think, first of all, thank you for joining this podcast and thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule. And guys, please make sure to click the link below to learn all about Dr. Alduin Tart and also his wife Mecca in their retreats. Cause I, I just signed up today for your newsletter. I'm going to be all plugged in. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And I'm super excited. And so thank you so much, Dr. Alduin. I appreciate you. And you have a wonderful. Oh, I didn't say this. Yes. If I, I've got YouTube, my, my favorite thing. So go to my YouTube, just Dr. Tart with two T's at the end. Okay. On my website, drtart.com. Thank you, Dr. Tart, for an informative podcast. Make sure to click on the link below to access all of the information that the Tarts have for you to find your Boaz. And remember, you can always upgrade your life and biz. Please visit us at toldyspark.com. This podcast is brought to you by Turning on the Lights Global Institute.